Hello. Well, we have made it. We are almost at the end of 2020. And 2020, let's be honest, has been a hard slog. For all of us in our different contexts and different situations, this would have been a very difficult year. And I'm kind of struck as we look back across 2020, I think it's been a bit of a journey. We kind of started the beginning of March with the beginning of talk about this virus thing. We're not quite sure what's going to happen, what's going on. And then quite quickly, the first lockdown hits at the end of March. And it's kind of something that's new. It's a crisis moment. And there's this sense of energy, everyone pulling together. We're going to get through this together. But then as months go on, two, three, four onwards, things maybe begin to get a little bit more difficult. Maybe it changes from feeling like a sprint to feeling more like a marathon. And maybe now, actually, as it goes on and on, it feels more like one of those ultra marathons, those crazy long runs that some people love to do. Maybe now we find ourselves in the stage of just trying to keep on going. And it struck me that's quite like my own experience of running. I've been running a bit on and off for a few years, but like many people, I've done more running this year than I have in previous years. And often, I'll go for a run after a day at work, and it kind of I'll start feeling quite excited, quite full of energy, glad to be away from my desk, having been there in front of a screen or with my head in a book for most of the day. But then, to be honest, after a while, or in reality, often after not very long, it begins to get a bit harder, to feel a bit harder. I have to keep trying to motivate myself and really I get, just get to the point of having to put one foot in front of the other. I'm just trying to keep on going. And I wonder if both 2020 and that kind of journey we've been on and also my own experience of running are a helpful picture of what the Christian life is often like. The reality is the Christian life is not always easy. In fact, a lot of the time, it can be quite hard work. It might feel even sometimes like a bit of a hard slog. It's more of a marathon than it is a sprint. And much, actually, of Christian life is just learning to keep on going. And I think the Bible talks about Christian life in this way, especially in Hebrews 12, a very famous passage. Hebrews is one of the letters in the New Testament written to a bunch of Christians who are experiencing some sort of difficulty, probably persecution for their faith. But the author is telling them, don't forget that Jesus is better than everything and everyone else. And because of that, he's encouraging them to keep on going in faithfully following Jesus, even when things get really tough. And in chapter 11, he lists this whole uh, long list of people from the Old Testament and after the Old Testament who were examples of faith, of trusting in God, they are people who kept on going. And from those examples, he draws this conclusion that we're now going to read where he's encouraging us as Christians to keep on going. Let's read what he says, and then actually we'll watch a quick animation of what he says as well. So if you've got kids nearby, you might want to draw them near because they might enjoy that point. So Hebrews 12, the first two verses. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Such a large crowd of witnesses is all around us, so we must get rid of everything that slows us down, especially the sin that just won't let go. And we must be determined to run the race that is ahead of us. We must keep our eyes on Jesus, who leads us and makes our faith complete. 
He endured the shame of being nailed to a cross because he knew that later on he would be glad he did. Now he is seated at the right side of God's throne. So keep your mind on Jesus, who put up with many insults from sinners. Then you won't get discouraged and give up. So we're told to run a race, and a race can be hard, and I think the Bible recognises that. The Bible recognises that Christian life is often not just a walk in the park, actually it's a race that can be tough going. And the word the author here uses is a word used for athletic contests. It's used to speak of effort and expending energy. Often it's used for fights and for conflict. And so we shouldn't be surprised as Christians when life can feel like a hard race to run, but actually what we should do at those times is remind ourselves to keep on going. Because we're told not only to run, but to run with endurance or to run with perseverance, that kind of effort that keeps on going, a mindset that says, I'm going to keep on moving forward no matter what happens. The thing of putting one foot in front of the other. I find I have to do this when I'm running. I think the reality is I am fundamentally lazy when it comes to physical activity. It doesn't take me long before I want to stop. I want to give up. I have to push through. I have to persevere. Sometimes I set myself little targets. I'm going to keep on running until I get to a certain point, or I'm going to keep on running until I get back home. It gives me this mindset that says, I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to endure no matter how tough it gets. That's what the author is telling us to do. We're to run with endurance, and we run along the course that is set before us. Notice it's not that we kind of get to choose where we go. It's not that we decide which direction we go. Often life works out in ways we wouldn't actually choose. We only have to look at this year and think there are plenty of things that most of us wouldn't have chosen. But actually we follow the path set before us, knowing that God has said it. Knowing that even when it's difficult, even when we can't see how it's good, because we know God is good, we know it is a good path, we can trust him for that. So we're told to run this race with endurance. But to run a race well, you've got to do some prep. I prepare for my running by getting into my running gear, exhibit A. But also, there's a load of things I normally take with me when I go out that I don't take when I go running. Normally, when I go out, this time of year, certainly, I'm going to take a coat. I want to be warm. I also like a scarf and a, a woolly hat to keep me warm. There are all kinds of things I'm going to take with me. I'm going to take my phone and my wallet and my keys, and of course, the essentials now, my hand sanitizer and my mask. And all these things will go into my pockets. They're all important when I go out, but actually when I'm running, I don't want them. They are going to weigh me down. They're going to hold me back. They're going to slow me, and so I need to take them off. And the author of the Hebrews tells us to take off things that weigh us down so we can run this race. He says, lay aside, take off every weight and sin which clings so closely. Sometimes the things weighing us down, it is sin. It's things which go against God's desire for us, things that are not good for us. I love how realistic he is. Sin, he says, that clings so closely. We all battle with sin in our lives, but sin holds us back from running this race. It holds us back from the fullness of what Jesus has got for us. Therefore, we should be radical about laying it aside, taking it off, getting rid of it. Friends, if you're conscious of sin in your own life, get radical with it about getting it out, laying it aside. 
You might want to talk to a trusted Christian friend who you can confess that sin to, and they can coach you in the gospel, help you as through the gospel you seek to get free of that. But sometimes these things weighing us down in this race, actually they're not sinful. They're not bad in and of themselves. They're good things which have actually got into kind of the wrong place. They've taken the place of God. It might be things like money or possessions, career, or hobbies, relationships, which can weigh us down when actually we make them the most important thing in life. If we make them the place we find our sense of self and our sense of worth, and if we make them the ultimate place we're looking for satisfaction and fulfillment in life. Basically, put those things in the place of God, and that can weigh us down and hold us back. We need to prepare by putting things in our lives into the right place getting rid of sin, but also getting rid of the things which are taking too much importance in our life, which are distracting us maybe from running this race and following Jesus. So to run well, you've got to prepare. You've got to take off some stuff so you're ready. But also we prepare by taking things that hold us back. And so my kind of, I guess my challenge for us is as we look to 2021, how is it that we are getting ready, preparing by laying things aside? What maybe do you need to lay aside ready for 2021? Maybe you are conscious of sin in your life that has been dogging you all this year and actually you wanted to get serious about that. Get serious about dealing with sin in your life. That might be, let's say, talking to a trusted Christian friend, getting before God, cry out for his power to walk free from something. It might be a good thing which has become or to take the wrong place in your life that actually you need to lay off. Again, it might be a Christian friend will help you to think about how you do that. You know, there's nothing you will ever regret laying down in order to follow Jesus and to run this race. It really is a case of short-term pain which brings long-term gain. It's always worthwhile laying aside the things we lay aside so we can truly run the race and follow Jesus. Preparation is really important when you're running a race, but so is strategy. And the author here gives us some strategy for running this right. And you get this with proper runners, of who I don't consider myself well. Proper runners will have a strategy to help them to run the race well. A strategy for pacing so they don't use up all their energy right at the start and then struggle further on. They might have someone who runs with them who sets the pace. They might have a kind of talk over thing in earphones which tells them the kind of pace they should be working at. Well, the strategy we're told here for running the race of Christian life he tells us we're to run and to look to Jesus. We're to fix our gaze to look to Jesus continuously. Not as a kind of fleeting glance, every now and then I'll take a look to Jesus. No, it's fix your eyes continually on Jesus. That's the thing that helps us to run this race. I feel I really learned about this when I used to run on treadmills at the gym. I used to go to the gym before lockdown. It's more complicated now. I found that on a treadmill, I have to keep my gaze set forward. My spatial awareness is really not very good. And I discovered if I don't look straight ahead on a treadmill, I very quickly start to veer either to the left or to the right. And when you're on a treadmill, that ends very badly and very embarrassingly quite quickly. I have to keep my eyes set forward to keep on the course, to keep running on the treadmill. It's the same for us in this race uh, with Jesus. We want to set our eyes on him. He is the one who helps us to keep moving in the right direction, helps us to run this race. He is, the author tells us, the founder and the perfecter of our faith. He's the one who fires the starting pistol of this race. He's the perfect coach who runs alongside us, helping us. And he's the one there marking the finishing line, welcoming us, congratulating us when we reach that point. And we look to Jesus in this race 
because he is the one who most perfectly knows how to run this race, because he has done that. You know, one of the wonderful things that Christmas reminds us of is that Jesus is not only fully God, but he's also fully human. He knows what it is to run the race that we are running. He knows what it is to live a human life on earth. And so he is the perfect example for us to look to and to follow. And also he's the perfect coach, the person who can best run alongside us and encourage us and help us as we seek to run with endurance. Notice the author wants us to get that. He puts in some deliberate parallels. We run the race set before us. Jesus lived for the joy set before him. We're to run with endurance. Jesus endured the cross. Jesus knows how to run this race. That's why we keep our eyes set on him. And he knows what it is to persevere and endure. He endured even the cross, the pain of it, and the shame of it, he endured that because he knew what was at the end. He knew the outcome. He knew what it was working towards. We, in the same way, to keep our eyes forward, knowing what's at the end of this race, the joy that's at the end, and the joy is Jesus. You know that the joy actually isn't the new creation, as good as that will be. The joy will be seeing and beholding and being with Jesus. He is the prize at the end of the race. And so he is where we keep our gaze set as we're running the race, as the strategy for the race. So the question for us becomes, how are we going to keep our eyes, our gaze set on Jesus in 2021? Let me give you just three quick things that I think will help us to do that. One thing is the church and keeping involved in gathering with the church, whether that is virtually online, whether that is here in person when we're able to do that. You know, we are the body of Christ and we are meant to minister Christ to each other. We point each other to Jesus. We keep telling each other to keep setting our gaze as the strategy as we run this race. And I know that has been a lot harder to do this year. All kind of limitations and complications to that. I know some of us, because of that, might have got out of the habit, actually, of really getting involved in church. But let me encourage you, if that is you, if you've kind of drifted away from the habit of gathering with God's people in whatever way we can over this year, as we look to next year, commit yourselves again to joining in with God's people. It's a vital part of looking to Jesus and running this race. Another one is to keep in conversation with Jesus. Jesus, I've said, is the wonderful coach alongside us in this race. He knows the race. He's the example and the coach spurring us on. It's so important that we keep conversation with Jesus, that we pray, that we open ourselves up to him, that we draw Jesus into all the many different aspects of our lives. That's so important at all times, but maybe it's even more important at difficult times as we're, like we're going through now. Look to Jesus by being in conversation with him. But also look to Jesus by listening to him. We can't look to Jesus if we don't know about him. And we can't listen to Jesus if actually we're not digging into his word, into the Bible. Commit yourself next year to digging into the Bible, to looking to Jesus through his word. You've already heard about reading God's word together, this new initiative we're starting next year, where we are going to read the Bible together. We're going to follow some reading plans together, where you can read as little as one chapter a day for five days a week, and across a year, you'll have read the whole New Testament. Or add one or two chapters on top of that a day, and you'll read the entire Old Testament across two years. This is such a great opportunity for us to develop our relationship with Jesus, for us to look to Jesus to help us as we persevere in this race. And it's going to be one of the key things that we're doing from January onwards. Have a think about how you're going to get involved, how you're going to take part, how that will help you to run this race with endurance.
You can find out more at the website. Head to kings1066.org forward slash rgwt hyphen intro. That's rgwt hyphen intro. So there are only just a few days left of 2020. Well done for making it this far. Well done for keeping on going. And now as we look to next year, let's commit ourselves to keeping on going, to running with perseverance the race that has been set before us. And why not take a bit of time in the next couple of days to think about next year and think about how you're going to run this race in 2021. Think about what do you need to lay aside. Maybe there are good things that have got into the wrong place in your life you need to think about. Maybe there is sin you're conscious of in your life you need to think about. How are you going to lay those aside, take those off so there aren't weights pulling you down as you're trying to run? And think about how are you in your day-to-day life going to keep your gaze set on Jesus? How is he going to be the one you look to as you run this race? Let me just pray for us that the Holy Spirit would help us to do these things as we look into 2021. Father God, we thank you so much that you have called us into this race, that you have set the path before us, that there is a wonderful prize at the end when we will behold you and be with you. And we say, as we think about a new year, we want to keep running this race with endurance and perseverance. Even in a time which has been and continues to be hard, we want to run this race with endurance. And we pray, Holy Spirit, please would you come and help us to do that. Holy Spirit, please help us to lay aside weights which are holding us back. Even now, I ask, would you highlight things to us? And please help us to set our gaze on Jesus, to be really proactive about that through different things we can do and to run this race with our eyes set on him with that as our strategy. Help us, we pray, to run this race of endurance and to experience the wonderful blessing that will come from doing so. Be with us in this, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.